Luke 4 1-13. We begin our holy season of Lent as always by reflecting on the temptations of Jesus. These temptations cover the essence of all temptations we can face in our life. It is why Scripture says, He was tempted in every way we are, but did not sin. All the temptations are to do in a sense, with how to be happy. This happiness, we believe as Christians, lies in God's will for us. God's will is for us to be fulfilled, to be everything He created us to be. God's will for Jesus was to be the Messiah and Savior of the world. He would fulfill it through the cross. And the devil comes in the form of a sage, a wise friend, showing an easier way. You want to be the Messiah? I will show you a way without God and without suffering. This temptation is what we face as well, to constantly find our fulfillment independent of God. The first temptation. Turn these loaves into bread. People who have done 40-day fasts would say, about the 25th day, even your mind starts playing tricks on you. You are so hungry. Things that are not edible start looking like food. Near 40 days, you can't even move, pretty much all you can think of is food. At this point, the devil comes to tempt Jesus. You have power in your hand. Exercise it. Surely, you'll go to the market and get something to eat. Why wait? Why not use your power now? The first temptation is to find happiness through material comforts. Satisfy your sensual needs first and foremost. The bread represents all the desires of the body. Our cravings for food, pleasure, for comfort, even legitimate ones. There is an immediacy to the needs of the body. When I am hungry, I want to have something now. Everything else can wait. The devil offers a very Marxist solution to Jesus. Provide the world with bread. Satisfy their hunger. They will follow you. And Jesus responds, Man shall not live on bread alone. Jesus was not against providing bread for the hungry, he will ask us if we have done so in the judgment, but just providing bread would not have saved anyone. They would still be slaves of sin and the devil. Most of us will be familiar with the psychologist Abraham Maslow's Pyramid of Human Needs. At the base of the pyramid were our material, bodily needs. These gave way to needs of safety, followed by that of love and belonging, needs of accomplishment and finally, self-fulfillment. His theory, crudely put, was that unless your lower-level needs were satisfied, you couldn't progress to the higher needs. I'm not disputing his idea, but what the hierarchy doesn't say is that the opposite is also true. Once we have the basics, if we indulge our lower needs, we will not progress to anything higher. St. Teresa of Avila said, Our body has this defect that, the more it is provided care and comforts, the more needs and desires it finds. We have food, but we want more, something better. The same goes for sexual pleasures and things like pornography. Think of more common ones like shopping. We get easily get addicted to buying, things we don't need. Some people, both men and women spend all their money trying to make themselves look better, nothing they do satisfies them. Think of the craze to constantly have plastic surgery. We are bodies, but we are not just bodies. Our bodies have legitimate needs, but we are not simply a collection of bodily needs. Once the body becomes the locus of our fulfillment, our lives lose all sense of meaning and purpose. So, we fast. Fasting reminds us, firstly that life is greater than the body's needs. And finally, it is to tell God, that we trust Him to provide, because He is the source of our life and happiness. The second temptation is to find happiness by seeking power. The devil drives a Faustian bargain. You want to save this world? Why suffer? I will give them to you. Just worship me. The devil was not lying, he is able to offer the world to those who worship him and people across history have done so. The evil one will give fame, riches, power, at the cost of our souls, and the cost of true happiness, even in this world. 
the more common way we face this temptation is in using illicit means to accomplish good desires. I want to provide for my family, if I cheat on my taxes just this time, it will make such a huge difference. If I lie just this situation, it will be so less complicated. Someone is suffering so much, won't it be easier to just pull the plug on the ventilator? Doing something wrong in an emergency. It seems so logical, the wrong deed so small. But it is a Faustian bargain, it corrupts us. Soon, we lose track of even our original good intentions. The TV series Breaking Bad captured this exact dynamic so well. Be powerful without God. Call me your father. And Jesus responds, you shall worship God and serve him alone. The last temptation is more subtle. It is to do with pride and self-glory. The devil has failed in turning Jesus away from God. Now he tries to simply get Jesus to make himself the focus of attention. He puts Jesus on the top of the temple in Jerusalem. Perform a great miracle. Dazzle people with your power. Become a celebrity. They will follow you. The devil doesn't need us to worship him. If he can get us to worship ourselves, he has succeeded. The temple was the dwelling place of God on earth. The temptation was not just to exalt himself before the people but to stand above God as well. Force God's hand. Demand that he fulfill what is written in the scriptures for yourself. Assert your rights. But though he was in the form of God, from the beginning, Jesus would not cling to being God. This was who Jesus was, what all the persons in the Trinity were. They gave way to each other in love. When a couple or a family start thinking in terms of their rights rather than love, their relationship starts deteriorating. I of course say this, with the assumption of there being real love and not some form of abuse. Where there is love, our rights are naturally respected but there has to be a mutual giving way to each other for any relationship to work. Once again, Jesus responds, you will not test the Lord your God. To test God implies a lack of trust. There is nothing dark in God, nothing to be proven. These temptations come to us every day. In them, the devil offers us quick ways of being happy, going around the sometimes painful ways we know are necessary. But Christ's temptations expose these lies. We can feel powerless in front of these temptations, but Jesus is our High Priest. He has already won the victory. He shares this victory with us through His Spirit. Let us call on the Spirit this Lent, as we battle our darkness.